You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. Now our next guest played rugby for Leinster, was the lead singer of the Blizzards, before becoming one of the country's most impactful voices around mental health. He's about to go and bring his multi-award winning Where Is My Mind podcast on the road again next month. And we are delighted to have Niall Brezzi, also known as Brezzi, on the show again. Brezzi, how are you? What's going on? Brezzi? Come here, how'd you go from, say, playing uh, sport and rugby with Leinster? Okay, uh, and then you continue on with a fantastic uh, music career, and now you are an advocate for mental health. How does all that happen? No idea. Like, if you look <laughs> at my CV, I think the big thing with me is I've never been a fan of being put in a box. I don't do it to other people, and I've never done it to myself. Like, so, but it kind of it kind of happened by by like with the rugby and with music. I was kind of struggling a lot mentally at the time, and it was a time when I suppose nobody was addressing this stuff, especially in rugby, and. Ultimately, had to retire because I, I, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't deal with it, and then moved into music, which I thought would be safer. <laughs> but uh, I think with me was I, I never thought I'd end up where I'm at. I'm at but it, it ultimately, about I think it was the voice. I was doing the voice at the time, and I had a panic attack before a live show, and I kind of had enough. Then I was like, I can't keep letting it dictate which career I take. Yeah. And then publicly, you know, spoke about it and expected to lose my job and have to leave the country and all the stuff that goes through your head when you're dealing with that stuff and then became really curious in other people's mental health and went back into academia and I'm still there and I've never left so I suppose that's my main job at the moment I'm doing a PhD at the moment so that'll be another four years Good stuff Mm. Uh, Your podcast Where Is My Mind if people haven't listened to it yet what's it like what's the format of it? It started out very much as where I put the emphasis on the individual, where you're like, we're talking about the different things that we can do to look after ourselves. But then I kind of started, I've evolved my thinking a lot in mental health. And I think we put too much emphasis on the individual. Like we tell them to be resilient. I said, we shouldn't be resilient to what's going on in the world right now. Mm-hmm. It's not normal. And if you got through the pandemic, and in the words of Elton John, you're still standing, yeah. you don't need to be more resilient. You're the very definition of what it is. So I started to look more at the kind of cultural stuff, like what is happening in our world that's overwhelming us? What's, what's, what's driving this kind of wave of anxiety in young people? Rather than kind of going to STEM, I really don't think it is them. I think it's what surrounds us now, and we have to be much more aware of it. And I think that's yeah. what the podcast looks at. I think that term being overwhelmed uh, comes into the lot, Brezzy, in one sense, because you can be overwhelmed with lots of different things, mm-hmm. with fear, with love, with uh, yeah. people, everything. And I think once you can identify that overwhelmedness, uh, I think you can conquer a lot. I think it's important as well, like, we, we shouldn't pathologise it or put a label on it. Yeah. Like, if, if you're overwhelmed or rinsed or exhausted after what we've all gone through. That's quite a healthy response to yeah. what has gone on. It, if you just take a sec, we don't have to lament the pandemic or ending, mm-hmm. but most of us haven't even processed it. In love, we just were told, get on the horse and go, and stop, <laughs> like it didn't happen. It did happen, and it had a huge impact on a lot of people, including myself. So I think a lot of it is that overwhelm. Is, it just feels like we're trying to keep up with a world that you can't keep up with. Uh, so I've, like, one big thing I've become a huge fan of is like proper rest. Like, How do you rest yeah. where you owe the world nothing? Yeah. You know, sit in your yard and watch, eat Pringles on a Sunday and not worry about the world without some lad on TikTok telling you you're not ambitious enough because you're not working <laughs> yeah. for 20-hour days. It's all nonsense. And I think young people are being fed that messaging. And we need to say to them, like, the most successful people that I've worked with have understood how important rest is and how to just do nothing. I hate that slogan that PTs sometimes use, you know, no excuses. <sighs> There's plenty of reasons why yes. you mightn't feel like working out today, you know. 
Yeah, I, I find sometimes the kind of inspirational quote stuff a bit hard as well because I don't know, I don't know half the mean. Yeah. But it is a lot of it is this hustle mentality that we see online. And as I said, the people I know who are the most successful at what they do, whether it's music or sport or academia or whatever it is, entertainment, they understand that you can't do this all the time and you need to stop. And I think that's a message young people need to be told. Yeah. That ambition doesn't mean you work all the time and you can still be successful and learn how to live a life too. Yeah, I, I think the way young people are uh, taking uh, information board, Brezzy, it kind of has to come from people like yourself and Adam Clayton and other people you have on this podcast because you're the people they believe not. Mm. You're, the, you're the, these pillars in society where they actually trust you as well. Yeah, I think there's, there, you know, there's a lot of commentary around, the, especially in masculinity and the male role models that we shouldn't be looking yeah. up to. But we have to be careful with terms like toxic masculinity and yeah. stuff because that disenfranchises young men. And young men need to be told, like, this is, you know, they need people to tell them that you can be powerful and vulnerable at the same time. Yeah. You can be strong and vulnerable at the same time. Andrew Porter is another prime example in yeah. the Netflix documentary. He came out and he had this beautiful, you know, I lost my mother when I was 13. I, I never processed it. Of course he didn't, you know, and, and the, the way he naturally, he's the strongest, most powerful man in the Irish rugby team. Yeah. That's role modelling, and that's what young men need to hear. Uh, they don't need to be told that they're toxic, and I don't think that's helping mm-hmm. the, the conversation. And, and, you know, the likes of Adam Clayton's the mm-hmm. same, interviewing the bass player in the biggest band in the world, and he's <laughs> just laying it all out there. I'm still just a bass player. I'm still a, a lad. I'm still a guy who deals with the ins and outs and ups and downs of life like we all do. Yeah. I know we've talked about the importance of switching off and taking a rest, but because of our phones, we're so connected to the world and to the bad news of the world and the stresses and all the rest. But you've set challenges for people, including one where you go off your phone for 12 hours a day. Is that right? Yeah, I, I, and I don't like lecturing people on this stuff because like, anyone who comes and sits on the couch chatting to you saying they've all this figured out is lying. Like, none of us <laughs> have figured it out. Like, but I, I figured one thing out. I, I, my phone makes me feel disconnected from the people around me and that's the that's all I did it for it wasn't because of social media I was like I'm not being with the people I love enough I'm not being present with them so I just did a 777 thing it was like very simple turn off your phone apart from you know people go I need it for work I was like but do you really Mm -hmm. are you convincing yourself Uh, some do but I I turn it off at 7pm it doesn't come back I can't get it on until 7 I have a a, a kind of a hearing Mm -hmm. that I have to turn it back on with and I tried it for seven days and it just had this my sleep was better I I was having chats with people I wouldn't have chats with normally and and it's just taking little bite-sized chunks people go I've never used my phone between 7 and 7 that's not going to work that's not going to work try it for a week see how you feel yeah. Try it out. And it's these little things, little challenges that I have found really helpful for myself. Yeah. Because even at the breakfast table or the dinner table, for example, I brought my phone here for this, right? So, for example, my phone is here, right? And we are chatting. But there, there are four of us here now because you're waiting to, even though it's turned down and everything, yeah. it's still there. And there's nothing wrong with us. Like, yeah. like it, it, it's, it, they're so clever. You're up against yeah. the cleverest people in the world who, who yeah. get addicted yeah. to yeah. that yeah. stuff. And I find so funny parents giving out to their kids about it. And I'm like, look at you. Like, I, got, I was in the gym the other day, and I, was, I just stopped for a second. I looked around, and there were 20 people there, all on their phones. And I, and I don't like it, because I'm the same. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing about social media is, every now and again, you see the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. I don't want to miss that either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. just, like, boo social media. Yeah, this yeah. idea of taking phones off kids, 
we can't. Yeah. I, I don't buy into censorship. We've got to train them. We've yeah. got to educate them. Emotional literacy, media literacy, how do they process this stuff? We cannot put the horse back in the stables here. Yeah. And I think that's something we do a lot with our work is, is, is true education. So how do we teach people to, to, to consume this stuff? Because mm-hmm. it's not going away. Yeah. Is this part of the Lust for Life, uh, Brezzy, is it? Yeah. So yeah. Our, our charity, uh, I co-founded the Lust for Life. And my whole focus is education and early prevention. And we're in about 1,400 primary schools now. And the programs are free. They're completely free, and, and our aim is to be in every school by the end of next year, and then we've started to work on the secondary school system. So yeah. ultim- my ultimate aim since I started this work was to develop the curriculum in mental health uh, and emotional literacy. And, and uh, the thing about it is you get a lot of politicians. I don't believe politicians don't care about this area. I think it scares them a bit. Mm-hmm. But I think what I say to them, the issues are complex. The solutions are very, very simple. Mm-hmm. We need to stop believing that the solutions to things like better mental health and health systems is, is, is complex. It isn't. It just isn't happening. And uh, that's something I want to kind of rather than throw stones at the problem. Let's look at early prevention. Let's start there and build out. That's the kind of the, the mantra of the charity. Yeah. And do you find young people are getting better at receiving that information and interacting with you when you visit schools? Are they, they open to it? They're totally open to it. I think yeah. kids have language and they can express yeah. this stuff now where I couldn't express. I remember when Kirk Cobain died, I didn't know whether it was coming or going. Yeah. I didn't process it. He was yeah. my hero and my teacher called him a coward. That was my mental health education. Wow. And I never forgot that. And I, 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 made a, I made sure that I won't let another kid not have the language to describe it. But it's also important that w- I go back to this word, pathologize. We shouldn't put labels on normal human emotion. A lot of young people are overwhelmed and anxious right now, and that's exactly how they should be. And we've yeah. got to help them rather than going, there's something wrong with them. And I think that's something that we're focusing on as a charity. Yeah. Brazil, you're going back on the road with the podcast. What can people expect from the show? Everything you think is going to be, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we just talked about. Uh, Everything lot, but that. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's quite irreverent. Yeah. It's kind of a funny look at the state of my mind and the stuff that I used to pretend I, got, I was able to get away with. A lot of music. You know, I've been performing 25 years and I bring a lot of music to the stage, spoken word, monologues. Uh, and people just leave feeling a bit lighter, like they've taken a deep breath. It's not a lecture. It's not someone, you know, Tony Robbins B-team stuff. It's no. not Fridge Magnus. It's, it's a safe place, Brezzy, is it? Yeah, it's, it's, a, and it's an enjoyable spot yeah. people leave, and, and that's a lot of music. And then the guests, of course, are hugely important. The guests always bring out that, that kind of uh, human side of things as well. So uh, I have Trisha, Transformation, Trisha Lewis. Ah, oh, brilliant. She was on with us last week. Yeah, she's, she's down the Cork Opera House. I was great. in the Cork Opera House today looking at it. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So I've never played it. And yeah, that's, that's probably the one top of the list now I'm looking forward to playing. Yeah, that'll be good. When, when is that happening? 21st of April. And then 21st of April. I have Wexford Opera House as well, which is another very special venue. There's unbelievable venues in Ireland that I've never played because I was playing with the band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't play theatres as much. So I'm getting to see them for the first time. Now, see, we, we, we see a lot of the fellows that, that are in Brezzy's hat, right? But the one that will really test them mm. is flipping pancakes, right? Yeah. Oh, no bother. Because, because you're, you, we, I'm going to take you on a little later on, okay. Brezzy. Okay. No, I'm well up for it. <laughs> we, we might have finally so, to eat them at the end. We might finally get, find something you're not good at. Yeah, no, I'll yeah. <laughs> Brezzy, you're hitting the road. Uh, the shows are in April all around the country as well. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. We'll put those dates up on so uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter pages as well. Nice and uh, we'll stay for the absolutely. Uh, flip off a little later on. It'll be the great eat of them, yeah. Great to chat, Brezzy. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.